the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the Fearless Agent Podcast, where you learn how to make way more money fast selling real estate with your host, the fearless agent himself, Bob Leffler. And good day to you. This is Bob right here at the Fearless Agent Podcast for real estate sales professionals like you, where we explain why everything you've been taught by the entire real estate industry is wrong, and you will make lots more money in way less time by doing the exact opposite. Speaking of exact opposite, I'm joined by my co-host and producer, the lovely Ramon B. How are you, Ramon? I am doing pretty darn good today. To be here with you is always a great great day. Always sucking up to the host. Always Correct. a good idea. Now looking uh, for a raise. Yeah. <laughs> We'd have to double zero. Can you do that? Nothing from nothing leaves nothing. nothing. Who sang that? I think it was Billy Preston. Oh wow. I would not have guessed that. Okay, I've got actual headlines of the day right here. Headlines of the day. You know, I don't like exciting that. stuff. Oh, in in uh, Connecticut, I don't know if you heard about this. A uh, five-year-old kindergartner brought fifty packets of heroin to school for show and tell. Did you hear about that? I did not. Yeah, exciting. That's, that's what the world is coming to. But uh, the good news: he didn't get in trouble because he had brought enough for everybody. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. That's funny. That's fun. Do you write that? No, that's a stolen joke. Fair enough. No. Aren't they all really, though, at some point? <laughs> no, just no sometimes joke. I come up with my own crap. <laughs> yeah. uh, and most of the ones I come up with, I cannot say on the show. Uh, yeah, that I would gather. Yeah, yeah. that'd be Some things easy aren't to say. really right for the podcast. Or, right or this to, podcast. Yes. Or, I, we, I could go on that Joe Rogan guy show and say just about anything. I wouldn't, but I... Yeah. Good. Yeah. I have some shame left. You, 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 I think we talked about your shame level last week. It's higher than most. Thank you. And this is a Christian radio station, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we, there's, we want to keep that in mind. We do. Now, uh, one thing I was thinking about uh, in, the, <laughs> in real estate is when I was uh, new in real estate, I failed for five years, then I end up taking a, a course called Sweat Hogs and uh, taught by Floyd Wickman, greatest thing. And, and uh, so he had me keep track of some stuff. And I was not a – not much of a record keeper. Now, I'm married to an accountant. She's kind of a record keeper. Well, that's good. It's very good. It's my job to save the receipts and then she's supposed to like I don't know what does something. Rifle through the shoebox that you give her. The receipts. Yeah, that's right. Filled with And actually she doesn't even do our taxes. We have an accountant for that. She's a different kind of accountant. But um so I'm not prone to paperwork exactly. I'm a sales guy. I like, you know, making the calls and and doing, the, I'm a deal junkie, I guess you'd you'd say. But it, like, keeping track of the paperwork is not my thing. So, Floyd, he said, uh, you know, one thing you want to do is keep track of 
you're and, and actually knowing Floyd, he's not much of a you know. Floyd's one of my best friends now, but um, he doesn't strike me as being a paperwork guy generally either. Um, but so this these are the things that I was talked into keeping track of, and I think all of you tuning in or both of you tuning in should be uh, keeping track of these things as well. So one of them was I created a, a little, uh, not a spreadsheet, but a, a paper thing, and I had little columns. So these were the columns, column headings, okay? So for the week of, you know, this week, um, I would, like, if I was to schedule a uh, hours prospecting per day, so today I would have this many hours. I actually kept track of that on a separate piece of paper, but I knew full hours of prospecting per day and then for the whole week. So that's a handy thing to know because you could actually calculate the dollars per hour you are earning uh, at the end of a year of doing that. By the way, there's something blowing. It's windy in here. How does it get windy indoors? I opened a window. I just noticed. Have you seen this? You see? No. Yeah. This is what it says. It says, first caller today. Now, because this is a not live recorded podcast, Mm -hmm. and there will be no callers, maybe. It could happen. With your program, yeah, it could be. Anything could happen. Yeah. Uh, It says, first caller today receives $50 gift card. Really? What's the number? I'll call that right now. Uh, There is a number on here. Maybe we shouldn't give that out. <laughs> to see if we wow. can go out. To- I should have. I should have found that paper <laughs> but earlier. This, I just wanted you to make note of this. This is an offer we will never offer. I, I know yeah, you. We're not never going to do that. We're not going to be doing giving away crap, except for your knowledge and skill. Right, that which is actual crap. All so right. there is that. I you said it. I, I didn't. said it. There. Therefore, it is. So on the uh, on. The <laughs> Why is it windy in here? <laughs> It's called AC. Oh, is that what it is? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm not familiar with that. So I would keep track of let, – let's say I booked a listing appointment today. I would put today's date and then the other column next to it would say listing appointment scheduled. So then I would I, – it said LAS on mine and then I would put just a check mark. And then there's other categories, listing appointment attended – then there's listing taken, sale made, which means I had a buyer that went under contract, listing sold, which means my listing sold maybe to the buyer in which I put it under contract, and then closing, and then uh, the name of the client and the property address, and then the list price if it happened to be a listing, the sales price if it happened to be a, a buyer and then the listing sold price, if it was my listing that sold, and then the closing price. So sometimes you take a listing at one price, it goes under contract at a lower or higher price, and then it closes at a different price uh, then again. So if I booked the appointment today, uh, that would have today's date, and then I went on the listing appointment today. There would be a separate column. That also happened today. And I took the listing. Uh, it would be in there twice because I'm. it's kind of like a bar chart that way. So I'm seeing how many things I'm doing for the week. So 
on the non-productive weeks, it's thinner than on the more productive weeks. But I, I just kept track of all that for years and years and years. And uh, looking back, that was one of the best things I ever did. So it would not be my nature to have done that. But I got talked into doing it by Floyd. And then it turned into something that was – and it's easy to do. It's not like you keeping track of your daily activity. So what should I not keep track of? I should keep track of the number of hours I call. What I should not keep track of is the number of dials that I make, uh, the number of contacts that I make, which would be people saying either no or yes, uh, the number of messages I leave, um, because you know there are certain things you have control over and and certain things I don't. So when I when I so some of you are thinking, oh, I need to do my goal setting um, for the year. Uh, if you want to, if you want to uh, have look at something funny, go back to the year 2020 and look at your business plan. That would be funny, probably. Have a good laugh. But my, let's say, let's say you're setting the goal and you say, I want to do 40 listings for the next 12 months, starting today. Okay, and that's the goal I give every brand new agent. So let's say, let's say there's 10 months in a realtor year. And there are because Jesus was only born on one day, but we over-celebrate that even by his standards, I think. And then your birthday, Ramon, would be a two-week extravaganza, and then I'd have to get you out of rehab or jail. And so there's that's, probably— And that's the kind of friend you are. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, right. I, of course, would bail you I out of jail. Not a Mexican jail. That's different. I'm not going to Mexico. Again. So the uh, the idea would be there's about eight weeks— of non-working weekdays in a typical realtor's year. But more importantly, it makes the math easy because I can divide by 10. So if I'm going to do 40 listings at 7% and I'm going to keep 4% and give out three, let's say you can, you're feel free, free to charge whatever you want, but that's what I would do. And then I take my average sales price and how much is that? So we're going to we're going to pretend my average sales price is three hundred and fifty thousand. I'm going to take three hundred and fifty thousand. We're doing math on the air, Ramon. Math, math is so much fun, so much fun for everyone. Math, yeah, math. So if I take three hundred and fifty thousand divided by four times four percent, that's fourteen thousand. If I were to do forty in a year. That would be 560 gross close commissions. Half of that will go to the IRS and uh, – or excuse me, half of that will – <laughs> what's left over half will go to the IRS. Half of that's going to go to expenses, split, other other kinds of things. So we're, we're looking at roughly, let's just say, 250 net taxable income. So if you were a brand new agent and I coached you – and your average sales price was three fifty, and you made two hundred and fifty thousand. A couple of things would be happening: you'd be in the top one percent of income earners in America, and you'd be in the top one percent of income earners in real estate. So that that'd be pretty good for your first year. So that would be our goal. Now, uh, if if I'm going to take. I would have to take one listing a week only in order to do that. So one a week. So if I'm going to take one listing a week, how many 
listing appointments would I have to go on that would assure me that I would get one at least listed? Let's say that's three. If I'm going to go on three, I'd have to schedule more than three because some of them are going to cancel. That's probably going to be five. So if I schedule five, then I'm pretty much guaranteed that I'm going to go on three after two cancel, get one listed at 7% and keep four. So then I'm on track for that week to make 250 grand. So that's the goal. So Floyd taught me you don't commit to the goal. You commit to the process that assures you that the goal will in fact happen. So what is that process? The process is, and I want you to write this down, do not get off the phone until you have scheduled five. You commit to that. I'm not going to get up. Now, I have to eat. So that means uh, I've eaten by the time I pick up the phone at 9 a.m. So I'm going to start at 9 a.m. I'm going to eat at noon. I'm going to eat again at 5 p.m. And I'm going to schedule all my listing appointments, my buyer appointments, showing appointments, any kind of appointment at either 2.30 in the afternoon, investor appointment, 7 p.m. at night, 2.30 and 7. That allows me to eat, sleep, not be hungry or cranky, prospect from 9 a.m. to noon, minimum, every day, and maybe get two listings in one day. So that's going to be the most productive schedule, or it was the most productive schedule for me. So I didn't, I didn't really have to think. So at 9 a.m., what am I going to be doing every day? Oh, I'm going to be prospecting every day because I don't have anything better to do. Now, when I prospect, what am I going to do? Who am I going to call first? Oh, I'm going to do what fearless agents do. We're going to call my sphere of influence first. That's who you would call. First, you call your sphere of influence. And you use the fancy words we gave you. And then uh, maybe that's going to be on average, depending on the size of your sphere, maybe one or two calls or none per day. Then you would go to any new for sale by owners next. Why? Because that's what fearless agents do. After that, you'd go to any new, by new I mean you've never dialed their number before or left a message to or had a live phone call with, expireds or cancels. Then you'd go to any follow-up calls from previous cold calling that you've done. And then, that's where the big bucks gets made ultimately, and then you would just cold call for the rest of the day until noon. Then you eat. So at one, when you're done eating, you don't have to wonder what you're going to do. You're going to go to the appointment that you scheduled at 2.30, the listing appointment, let's say. Oh, wait a minute. I don't have a listing appointment today. Oh, well, then I'm going to call till 5, aren't I? Then I call till 5. What am I going to do? I'm going to eat because I do that every day at 5. And then at 6, I'm either going to a listing appointment at 7 or I could call till 8. So that's what the fearless agent day looks like. <coughs> some days you have appointments, some days you don't. But when you don't have appointments, you're on the phone, not getting off the phone until you've scheduled five. 
it sounds simple. And if it's simple, it's likely to happen. If it's complicated, it's very likely that it will not happen. So complicated is not something we do at Fearless Agent. We always keep it simple. So if so, and then I would recommend that you keep track of your stats uh, using the columns date, listing appointment scheduled, listing appointment attended, listing taken, sale made, listings listings sold, closing, name and property, list price, sales price, listing sold price, and closing price, and do that on a weekly basis. And then you're going to – and then keep your schedule. So if, let's say you just did those things perfectly, okay? You weren't amazing at the presentations. You weren't – you were just competent. Uh, but you were amazing and religious about your schedule. For example, uh, we do this podcast at 1030 Arizona time. Ramon is always here. Well, unless you have body. a day off, I have. <laughs> I'm always here, but I don't show up late. It's an appointment. So if if lunch is an appointment that happens at noon, show up for that appointment every day at noon. Don't wait till one. Don't you know? Just do that at noon. So when I leave here, I will be at Randy's having lunch at noon. That happens every day at noon. I'm there every morning eating breakfast, and I'm doing that at 8 a.m. every day. So those things never change. And I'm and you'd say, he goes to the same restaurant every day, twice a day? Yes, I'm that dull. How dull is that? It sounded horrible now that I just said it out loud. It wouldn't be that dull if you invited me every once in a while. Would you like to go to Randy's? Where is it, by the way? That's at uh, Chaparral Road in Hayden, Northwest Corner. Ooh, that's a long drive. <laughs> what intersection are you at again? The other end of the other, world. Other end? Okay. So that may not happen. But you never know. If you showed up there at 8, I'd be there. A.M. A.M.? Now, that'll never happen. That we know will never happen. Yeah. By the way, is it time for a shameless plug? Might as well. I'm going to press the button. Marcus Welby. Time for Bob Leffler's Shameless So if any of this stuff we talk about here on the big podcast makes any sense to you at all and you happen to be earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that or you're a real estate company owner and you're recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some help with that, Either way, go to fearlessagent.com or fearlessagentrecruiting.com, depending on who you are. But watch our webinar and, uh, and take notes, and then you can call me anytime. And what happens when you call me, many of you will call me for the first time uh, after hearing a podcast, and then uh, I, I'm not selling you. On coaching. That will not happen. What will happen is we will decide together after me asking you some questions, and you can certainly ask me any questions you have, uh, just to see if it might be a good fit for you. If it is, you will get rich. If it's not, we'll admit that to each other, and and that's fine too. But I've, there's lots of other ways I can help you. 
So, uh, and then go to our video training page, watch those videos. Uh, there's a go to the speaking page, watch that excerpt from a two day fearless agent event. Um, that that would help you and take some notes. But everything there is meant to help you out. But please do give me a call and let's see if what we do might be a good fit for you. So keeping track of all the the activities that I did that were actually money results of activities I did is what we were keeping track of. So the activities could be, you know, calling uh, uh, your sphere. The activity could be uh, door knocking. The activity could be cold calling up and down the street. The activity could be for sale by owner calling knocking on a for sale by owner door. The activity could be expired and canceled listing calling or knocking on their door. The uh, activity could be uh, follow-up calls from previous cold calling. The activity could be holding open houses. But I'm not keeping track of the activity. I'm keeping track of the results I'm getting from it. So the goal, again, is to schedule five listing appointments a week. Now, what if you if you say to me, Bob, love the coaching thing, love to know how to do all that, but my thing is really buyers. I would prefer to focus on work with either only or mostly buyers. I'm just not a listing type of person. That's not my thing. Uh, then we would come up with a, a, a different system for you. So I coach people who don't like listings for whatever reason. That's their personal preference. Now, most people who are attracted to me um, are people or are coaching. Nobody's attracted to me. I said that in a creepy way. Nobody is yeah, attracted to Yeah, I didn't me. like the way you were staring at me. It's the coaching me. they're attracted to. Um, so – uh, but most people who are attracted to fearless agent coaching tend to want to focus on sellers mostly or only, but not everybody. So if if you've got a niche that you're into or um, maybe you're uh, connected very well, so the only people you ever have to call are friends, acquaintances, past business people, that's fine, or you want to do buyers, uh, we'll, we'll adapt to to you. We have a plan for you, I should say. So give me a call anytime, 480-385-8810, and we'll figure out what would be the best course of, course of uh, attack for you. But I do, I do think that keeping track, uh, somebody once said, what gets measured gets improved. Um, but I would look back over those sheets where I'd filled them out over the year, and then I would total – the number of listings for the year, the number of sales for the year, the number of listings I sold for the year, the number of closings. And then I kind of would um, notice some trends. <clears throat> so, for example, uh, for whatever reason, I seem to be better at expireds uh, and canceled than I was at for sale by owners. Uh, I was very good at for sale by owners, but I seem to like uh, and I think I was better at expireds and cancels. And now I have other fearless agent coaching students of mine that are – they like expireds less than they like for sale by owners. Uh, I liked the least 
calling my sphere of influence, asking for referrals, doing business with friends, family members, acquaintances. I liked that the least. Now, was I bad at it? No, I was actually fantastic at it. Uh, that sound like humility to you? It doesn't. It didn't. It was arrogance. Uh, it I think was. We uh, it. it was very, very humble. It was accurate, but true. So I was good at it. I mean, they, they, they were all happy and everything. But I don't know why. But I would rather do business with strangers. Uh, and most people, I think, are the opposite way. But, but that's just me. So, uh, I would keep track of all that stuff, and I, I noticed that uh, I had great success with past clients, referrals uh, from people I knew, but it just wasn't my favorite thing to generate, I I should say. The the process other than generating it was fine, but it doesn't matter. I was was successful at that. So, and then I had a good uh, follow-up system that would make people, turn people into raving fans of of my partner and I. So uh, it isn't about loving what you're good at. And it isn't about being good at what you love. It's about doing the job. And then whatever you love and, and, and like less, at some point when you're great at all of it, equally great at it, then you could say, maybe I'd like to focus a little more on this than the other perhaps because it's more profitable. Um, But one thing about cold calling is it tends to be the most profitable because you never run out of it. You know, you will run out of friends, acquaintances pretty quickly, especially if you're new or young. You would would run out of for sale by owners pretty quickly. Certainly in this market, there's a lot less for sale by owners. You in the future, we'll have a lot more expireds, but you will run out of them. But the cold calls, you're not going to run out of them. There's a kind of an, depending on the size of your town, there's somewhat an unlimited supply, relatively speaking. So, so that's the secret. So if you keep track of everything and then you notice the trends, uh, a lot of good things can come out of that. And once again, I want to thank all of you for joining us today. Please do visit us at fearlessagent.com. Again, if you are an owner of a real estate company and you are recruiting fewer producing agents than you wish you were, you're open to the idea of having some help with that, or you're earning less selling real estate than you wish you were and you're open to the idea of having some that, go to our website, fearlessagent.com. Also, give us a five-star review of this podcast on whatever platform you're at. Until next week. Have fun. Do what we always do. Always have fun. Always be humble. Most of all, be fearless. Thanks, gang. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.